0: Here's a poem by Shel Silverstein, or maybe it's Stein. The voice, there is a voice inside of you that whispers all day long. I feel that this is right for me. I know that this is wrong. No teacher, preacher, parent, friend, or wise man can decide what's right for you. Just listen to the voice that speaks inside. And this is something that I have been learning over the last 43 years, but I feel like in the last 10 years, I've really started paying attention to that voice, that gut feeling. When Michelle Rado was on my podcast, she talked about the gut feeling, you know, knowing that something was wrong with her body or knowing that a situation requires you to speak up. And I had a situation like that today. I went to the dentist and I was going to get a old filling taken out that they thought was cracked and get a new um, ceramic filling put in. And I had all this anxiety about it. I don't normally feel anxious about stuff like that, but I've been studying um, functional medicine and we talk a lot about toxicities and um, heavy metal exposure. And the old hope would have rolled her eyes and been like, yeah, all right, whatever, just do it. Um, But I had this just deep feeling of like I don't know if this is right, and I'm not saying it's not right. I just did not feel comfortable with the situation, so I told the hygienist and the dentist um, what my concerns were, and they kind of poo pooed my concerns, <laughs> you know. And I probably would have done the same thing a few years ago, but. Everything in my body just said, Don't do it. If you don't feel comfortable, don't do it. And I listened to that voice and I explained my reasons and I asked if we could come up with a solution, if, you know, what were his ideas? And he he listened to me and he looked at my x-rays from the last few years and he said, actually, I don't see a crack. I don't see any change in that tooth. So why don't we leave it and we'll monitor it over the next year or two. And it was fine. I left. I didn't have any dental work done. And I just felt so empowered because I'd listened to that voice instead of saying, it's fine. And he would have done the procedure. He was not going to pull up the x-rays and look at the last few years. He was just there to do what I was on the schedule for him to do, which was take out a filling, put a new filling in. Um, So you really have to listen to your body. And I try to... um, Encourage patients when they feel like something is wrong with their skin or they feel like a mole is itching This I've seen so many times where a mole looks completely normal Even magnified it looks fine, but the patient tells me it something about it. It just itches or it uh, Just seems different than it used to and you have to Listen to them and there's no nothing wrong with getting a mole tested Um We have to get past our own ego that says, no, I'm right. I've been to school. I'm right. And just trust your gut. So listen to that small voice within and pay attention. And you will immediately know you've done the right thing. You'll get this sense of, it's like a sigh of relief. It's, It's your body saying, thank you. You listened. And it may not be over something silly like a, a dental filling it may be something more serious um, another example that comes to mind is about three years ago we took our kids skiing just a couple of hours north of here so it wasn't really fantastic snow it was kind of fake snow but um It was the first time my daughter had been in ski school. I think she was in kindergarten at the time. And so that would have been, my son would have been in like third or fourth grade. So we put him in ski school and it was the first time we had the opportunity to ski solo in years and they would have been in ski school for about three or four hours. So it was perfect. But something told me not to ski and I don't know why. I didn't have any aches or pains. Um, it was a perfect day for skiing. But I said, you know what? I just feel like I'm going to sit here and read a book. And so I did. I sat there and within about an hour, an hour and a half, we hear over the intercom, um, would the parents of Ollie Cook please come to ski school? And I thought, oh no, she's probably misbehaving or she fell down and you know got hurt and she's crying. And so we started making our way over towards the ski school. And within about 30 seconds, a more urgent plea came over the loudspeaker Would the parents of Ollie Cook please come to ski patrol now? And it sounded frantic. And so we looked at each other and started running towards, you know, we didn't know where ski patrol was, but just started running towards the inside of the lodge. And I, my heart's still pounding just thinking about it. So we find the ski patrol and Ollie is sitting on a stretcher and they have an epi pen poised, ready to stab into her leg. And we knew she was allergic to peanuts, but we did not know she was not supposed to have any food while she was in ski school. And just one of those crazy situations where a parent walked by it was a dad (laughs) it could have been a mom but it was a dad and he walked by and his daughter was in ollie's class we didn't know this guy and he handed his daughter a trader joe's peanut chocolate granola bar and her friend got one too and apparently ollie was looking longingly at the bar and he said do you want one too honey and she said yes sir And so he gave her one, and she was in kindergarten, so she couldn't read, and she ate that peanut bar, and within a few seconds, she realized her mouth was itching. So she told the ski instructor, who also happened to be a kindergarten teacher um, on the side, or I guess the ski thing was the side gig, but she told her, "Um, I think I ate some peanuts. My mouth itches. And so the lady took her seriously, and you know, called ski patrol, and it it ended up being fine. I also happened to have Benadryl in my purse, and so before they gave her the EpiPen, we gave her Benadryl and watched her, and um, she was okay. Her symptoms went away, but I mean, talk about the adrenaline pumping through my body. And so we stayed there probably an hour and. You know, my adrenaline level started going down, but something in me said, speak up, just say something. And so I asked to go speak with the head of the ski school, and my heart was thumping because I do not do very well with confrontation. And I felt calm at this point, but I I did feel very strongly that this voice was saying, you have to speak up. So I went in there alone. My husband stayed with Ollie. And I said, I, you know, I I don't blame y'all at all. You had nothing to do with this peanut exposure. But I think that it's worth um, you and your staff just talking about it and maybe go through some scenarios like what do we do if A happens? What do we do if B happens? Um, Maybe we need to put on the website for instructions for parents of kids in ski school that, you know, no uh, foods are allowed. Or maybe we need to just ask, are there any allergies we need to know about? Is your kid on any medicines? Um, I don't think they could have done anything different. But I said, just I want to tell you what happened in my words and how it felt as a mom to hear that frantic um, plea over the loudspeaker. And I want you to just know what it was like. And I don't know if it'll change your training or your recommendations for parents. Um, and I would appreciate it if you would listen. And because at first she was not willing to listen and she just kind of got defensive and, well, well, but we didn't you know we don't allow food and and I said I understand I don't blame y'all at all all I want to hear is just yeah that must really be hard for you to go through that and we will take your story into consideration when we talk about um, training and safety protocols and things like that and so after I explained that she was like you're right you're right that was it's a good learning situation for us and Everything turned out fine, but I was, I walked away and I, again, I felt that huge sigh of relief. Not just about Ollie being okay, but it was also about me using my voice and speaking up and trusting my gut. So I want you to work on that this week. I want you to, you have to get quiet. You're not going to hear that voice if you don't get quiet. So take a few minutes every day, just before you get out of bed or before you go to sleep at night or when, before you get out of the car and walk into your workplace. Just connect and listen to that inner voice and see if there's anything it's trying to tell you. I hope y'all have a great week. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. If you like this podcast and think someone else could benefit, please share it. I'd also love for you to write a review on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify or Apple. And lastly, if you would like more of the same, come over to my website, hopethepa.com. Thank y'all for listening.